Hello everyone, this is Lizard. And this is Panda. And this is our next episode of Lizard and Panda Take on Cinema. Woo! Sorry we're a little late, but I was uh, actively dying. Yeah, yeah you were. Yeah, I had pneumonia for the first time in my life. Fun. Uh, not fun. Because <laughs> it was like three weeks straight of me being sick, basically. Because I had my sinus infection, and then I had a cold, and then I had pneumonia, and uh... I'm on antibiotics, and I'm finally feeling good. Finally. It's nice seeing outside people. <laughs> <laughs> and how was it uh, not smoking that time? Or did you still smoke? <laughs> I smoked very little. Like, when I before the diagnosis of pneumonia, I was still smoking. But then after that, I was like, all right, I need to try to at least smoke less. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and that that was hard. That was really rough. But I but then at the same time it was also kind of easy because I would try to smoke a cigarette and I couldn't even finish it because I was just like this no, I don't even want it. Like yeah. it hurts. <laughs> so but and lots of sleeping, so I will say I don't have any really movies that I've seen cuz when I'm sick, I don't I put on a TV show like Family Guy or The Twilight Zone or Friends, something that, like, I've seen a million times and I can just fall asleep. And that's all I did was basically sleep. Mm-hmm. Even got to the point where my coworker, Heather, had texted me. She's like, hey, how you feeling? And I didn't answer her because I was dead to the world. And she's like, can you please answer me back? Are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm just, I was dead. <laughs> like, just, I sleep a lot when I'm sick. And then, of course, my body's just like, all right, all right. You know, occasionally we give you, like, a 14-hour sleep day when it's, like, you need that wall. Yeah. But now you've gotten, like, way too over that limit, so now you're going to have to go back to, like, not sleeping ever. So, and I'm like, okay, great. So now I'm back to that. Nice. Insomnia. But the only thing I will say with movie-wise, I did see, I did watch, rewatch for, like, the millionth time, the first Lord of the Rings movie. Mm. The Fellowship of the Ring. Yes. Because I just... Love that movie so much. It was on, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. I saw... What, what new movies I saw? I saw... Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Me Mayhem. I actually really enjoyed it. That one's fun. Mm-hmm. Especially, it has, it has one of my favorite meme songs of all time. Yeah, you texted me, and I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And I said, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I said, hey, what you going now? Um, what else did I see? I got halfway through Across the Spider-Verse. Halfway? I fell asleep. No, not because it was bad, but because it was like 6 a.m. And oh. I've been up for like two days. That's, that's fair. Mm-hmm. And I haven't picked it up because I've been just in the zone with my game. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And that that's where most of my time has gone is that game. But of <clears throat> what you've seen, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts? I'm liking it. Like, a lot. Um, freaking uh, Miles Morales' mom reminds me a lot of my mom. Hmm, I wonder why. Hmm. You know, Hispanic mom. Mm-hmm. It's weird how that works. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, where did I, I left off at like the uh, literally the halfway point. It was like an hour and nine minutes. Oh, okay. Because I think the movie is like two hours and twenty minutes. Roughly, yeah. Yeah. So exactly the halfway point. 
I need to watch that again. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of what else. That might be it. I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been very behind on, like, the new movie watching, only because I've been so sick <laughs> for, like, three weeks. So I have not had the energy. Because any time I would start feeling like I was starting to feel better, I would go right back down again, where I was just like, never mind, I feel like shit again. Why do I keep feeling like shit? All right, fine, I'll go to urgent care. Um, you kind of have a little spot on that x-ray there. Um, I mean, you know, I th I'm going to treat you for pneumonia because that's kind of what all the symptoms are pointing to. Oh, I guess it's a good thing that I decided to go to urgent care. Yeah. Because <laughs> that could have been bad. That and I've just been this entire time reliving the world of One Piece and live action. Of course. It's been. Mm. Of course. Brian, so good. Brian did watch all of it. Yeah. He liked it a lot. So I told him that he needs to talk to you about it. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does. I mean, I've been spreading the good word of uh, our Lord and Savior, Oda. I've gotten so many people to start watching it. Oh, of course you did. Yes. <laughs> and they're like, and this shows how, how, how many episodes? I'm like, it's over a thousand episodes. Yeah, I'm not doing that. The grimace of like, ah. I'm not doing that. I'm ah. like, you start doing that and then you, you're going to end up watching it. And then you're going to be like, I want a thousand more. Because it's it's literally, like, Luffy's effect on people in the world of One Piece, it legitimately happens in real life. Everyone talks shit about him until you actually start watching it and reading it. And then you're like, what the fuck, I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm a straw hat. Fuck it. Now he's going to put on the hat. I got, I got my actual straw hat right now. <laughs> yes. There we go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and are there any movie news... I've been very out of touch. Same. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I know that there was talk about them meeting up again for the writers and the... I think they came to a, at least a decision, a, a, a temporary decision for the writers at least, and that they were satisfied with, but nothing with um, actors yet. And last I heard, the writers were not going to come back until the actors got something. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, again, there's still talks of... Yeah, step closer, step closer. Yeah, and there's talks about, like, movies still working, being worked on and stuff like that, where it's just like, well, we'll see what happens, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think if, like, there was a trailer that dropped recently. Oh, the Percy Jackson show. And that looked interesting. True. I will say, I did not read Percy Jackson, the books, not that I didn't want to, I just never got around to it. But I know a lot of people were very upset about the live-action movies. So I'm probably, because the, the first season at least is the first book. So I'm probably going to read the first book before I watch the show. Yes. Yes. <laughs> As the fucking DVD player just closes on its own. Yep. Perfect opportunity right there. Good boy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the, the little break, I'll see what what's new real quick, but there's not really much with the whole strike shit. Yeah, no, it's still basically the and same thing. Yeah, especially because we're reaching towards the end of the year and we're kind of running out of shit. Yeah, and also, like, the end of the year is, like, the Oscar movies, 
usually, mm-hmm. but a lot of movies are being pushed back. Like yeah. Dune, especially, was like what March? Mm-hmm. It was pushed back to. And we were supposed to get it this year. It's all because like people can't promote it because of exactly. the strike. And it's like I'm pretty sure they'll still get without the promotion for Dune. Oh yeah, just look at Barbie. Like yeah. Although they still had promotions because they were recorded ahead of time. Eh, oh well, but still they. They had a lot of people going to see it, and also Oppenheimer as well, like, without anything too crazy. All right, so uh, I did find at least two noteworthy news bits that we could talk about. Yes. Well, after 148 days, the writer's strike, at least, again, writer's strike, not the actors. Yes. Will officially come to an end at midnight. Like? Today. Like, in, in this time, not of time of recording, in, like, less than two hours. Yes. Okay. Uh, it says, following the recent optimistic update that the Writers Guild of America and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers may finally be out to come to an arrangement that would put an end to the strike, reports are coming in that the 148-day strike, the second longest in... The Writers Guild of America's history uh, will conclude on 12.01 a.m. Pacific time. All right, then. Although, I mean, if you do think about it, like, cool, the writers not being on strike, but uh, can't really write anything if you don't have the actors to play it. So we shall see how that goes. Uh, It says, thanks to a vote from Guild leadership that officially authorized some... 11,500 members to return to work. Hmm. All right, then. One step closer. We're almost there. Now it's time for the actors. I would just pay everyone fine off the bat. All across the board. Like, everywhere. All over the country. Even us. (laughs) Like, even us little people. Uh, okay. So, there's a Golden Globes announcement saying that there's a new uh, category for the January show. And it will be for cinematic and box office achievement. Huh. So pretty much this is where you're going to stick all the Marvel movies. Yes. Okay. Let's just put it that way. That's where you're going to stick all the Marvel movies because they don't actually give them any type of credit. Right. Yeah. I mean, at least it's something. Yeah. It's not crazy, but it's something. (gasps) Although there is one thing that we have to talk about, and it's not movie related. It's not even show related. Who did what? What was it? Early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. I don't remember exactly, but I could look it up. We were gifted a band of three men who had one, two, three, four, five. Five albums together. And then the guitarist departed from the band. And was replaced by a guitarist of another band, who I also love dearly. And they made really good albums, I will say that. But the previous guitarist has come back. And the three of them have destroyed us with their new single. Oh, Blink-182. Blink-182 and their song One More Time. Yeah, that was a little too real. That was a little too real. 
oh my god because i remember i saw the tease like all the teases that they were doing for that song mm -hmm. and then the song came out and they were like oh by the way we actually also have another song that's being released with it which is a lot more upbeat mm -hmm. a lot of people were surprised that it it was a two release two-parter two-parter um and it was more upbeat and it's fun and it's great but the one more time song <laughs> I listened to it because it came out Friday. I listened to it on my way home from work and I legit started crying. And I saw the music video. I cried again. Mm -hmm. And then I started seeing reactions on YouTube of people reacting to the video. And I cried every single time. Because Jesus Christ, it's so beautiful and yet so heartbreaking at the same time. Yeah. Because it's fucking reality. That's why. Oh my god, like even just like the opening of like brothers turn to strangers and then, or no, strangers into brothers and then brothers turn to strangers again. And then they mention Mark's cancer. They mention Travis's plane crash, which I completely forgot that Travis was in the plane crash. And yeah. Him and one other person were the only people that survived. And then, you know, Tom went off of his nut scale out of nowhere where he just went crazy. And now they're back together again. And the, oh my God, and the song is just so beautiful and I love it so much. And even just the line of just like, do I have to die to hear you miss me? Do I have to die to hear you say goodbye? I was just like, oh God. Yeah. It made me want to message like all of you guys and just be like, I love you guys so much. I love you, man. <laughs> I miss you. Cause it worked because, you know, I was gone for like three weeks. I didn't mm. hang out with any of you guys because I was dying. But I was just like, oh my god, I want to tell my friends I love them. <laughs> yeah. I just had to say that. I had to get that out into the universe. So if you haven't listened to One More Time by Blink-182, you are missing out and grab tissues. Watch the music video. Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, all the references. Mm -hmm. I love them so much. Yeah, yeah. Watch, watch the music video first and then listen to it on your, your whatever streaming service you got. Yep. Mm -hmm. And all the reactions on TikTok have been great. And so accurate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, the good old emo days. Yeah. All right. And our movie topic today, because October 3rd is Mean Girls Day, but in October, I only watch horror movies. So today we are going to do Mean Girls. Yes. Classic. Classic. You don't even go here. <laughs> uh, released April 30th, 2004. Uh, it was directed by Mark Waters, who did Freaky Friday, The Spiderwick Chronicles, and Bad Santa 2. Uh, Why not the first one? I don't know. Uh, written by Tina Fey, who did... She actually didn't do a lot of like writing stuff, I've noticed. But she did no. do 138 episodes of 30 Rock. Mm -hmm. so, um, but I think this was also her writing writer's like debut, basically. So. I think so. Uh, cinematographer Darren Okoda. Um, he did Phantasm 2. Halloween H2O, Just Like Heaven, and Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. Uh, we got... That's actually not a bad movie. No, it's not that bad at all. Uh, composer, we have Rolf Kent, who did Legally Blonde 1 and 2, Freaky Friday, Sideways, Wedding Crashers, 17 again. Uh, cast, we have Lindsay Lohan playing Katie Heron, Rachel McAdams, who plays Regina George, Tina Fey plays Miss Norberry, Tim Meadows plays Mr. Duvall, Amy Poehler plays Mrs. George. Anna Gassier plays Katie's mom. Lacey Chabert plays Gretchen Wieners. Uh, Lizzie Kaplan, Janice Ian. Uh, Daniel Franzese plays Damien. 
Uh, Neil Flynn plays Katie's dad. Jonathan Bennett, Aaron Samuels, Amanda Seyfried, who plays Karen Smith, and Rajiv Surendra plays Kevin Kapoor. Kapoor. <laughs> Ratings. <coughs> uh, IMDb, 7.1 out of 10. Metascore, 66%. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 84%, with an audience score of 66%, which I was really surprised. Really? I would think that would switch. And Letterboxd was 3.8 out of 5. Uh, Mike, tagline. Uh, yes, 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 tagline, tagline. Welcome to Girl World. And awards 7 wins and 25 nominations. Production company, Broadway Video. Distributed by Paramount Pictures. Uh, it's a runtime of 97 minutes, a budget of $17 million, and a box office of $130.1 million. And go buy the movie. Yes. And don't, don't stream it. Go buy the movie. Yes. Get that physical copy. Yes, exactly. We're all still, up in your shelves and whatnot. Honestly, I'll probably still, like, even when this is all over, I'm still probably going to say, like, you should still probably buy the movie because streaming services are one of the things that are kind of messing it all up. Yeah. Although I will also say that a lot of times um, I keep seeing, like, interviews with, like, different like actors and writers and stuff where they're like purely blaming streaming services which don't get me wrong i agree like the streaming services are what's kind of effing this all up however i will also say movie theaters are fucking expensive dude yes they are like it's expensive and i'm sorry a lot of people especially people our age we've become hermits or fear of the outside world and COVID kind of put a damper on that. Oh, definitely. So, but I will say, like, I enjoy my AMC theater <coughs> stub pass. But not everyone is even able to afford that. Or else I would have gotten it a while ago. Exactly. It's like, I will put that little damper on there and be like, guys, but I will say, we are also poor. And movie theaters are expensive. Just saying. Uh, but yes, Mean Girls is a movie, um, that I remember, I think it was after he had already seen it, but my brother, I remember him telling me multiple times that when he first heard about it, he like had that thought process of like, oh man, like it's going to be another chick flick, chick flick. Like, Every, guy had, yeah, Every exactly. guy had that thought. Every guy had that thought. And then he saw the movie and he was like, oh my God, no, I was wrong. This is for everyone. Which I feel like Pitch Perfect is also in the same boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you introduced me to this movie, actually. Yes, you told me that, but I don't remember it. Yeah, it was <laughs> on a random Thursday night hang when we back had those. Oh, damn. We're going far back. Yeah. <laughs> like... The Thursday night hangs. Um, I think it was you, me... Maybe Brandon. Maybe. And someone else. Maybe he who shall not be named. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember been, either. It might have been before that. <clears throat> but either way, it was a long while ago. Yeah. And at that point, like, I already had, like, 
kind of deduce that whole, like, oh, it's your fucking, you know, chick flick thing. Now, at that point, it was just like, when I got around to watching that, I was going to watch it. Yeah. It just so happened that it was with you. <laughs> it's what I'm here for. Um, But no, on first watch, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It mm. was fucking hilarious. And even now, watching it again, it's still hilarious. It still holds up. The The quotes alone for this movie. I quote this movie all the time. All the time. Yeah, you do. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'll even quote it as I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to at times. Can't help myself. Oh, God. But even <clears throat> just a simple start of the opening where, like, you see Katie's parents, like, looking, like, because the camera is kind of, like, pointing up at them. And they're looking down and going, like, okay, like, here's your lung. Here's, here's your I, lung. Yes, your lung. Here's your lung. I ripped it out of somebody else, and I'm just going to give it to you. We still got a month left. Well, a week left. Until yeah. we can start saying that. Less than a week. October 1st is Sunday. True. <laughs> We're coming, and today is Tuesday. But <laughs> he's like, I packed your lunch. There's some milk in there. You know, if you need any help, like, you know, ask one of the bigger kids. But, you know, giving, like, the advice that you would give, like, a small child. And mm-hmm. they're like, okay, are you ready for your first day of school? And then Lindsay Lohan, Lohan pops up. Probably at this point in her, like, early 20s realistically yeah because i think all of them were like definitely like out of high school at that point i think the oldest one was rachel mcadams i think so i think she was 30 damn i think she was 30 when they or at least almost 30 i looked it up too but i don't remember now well not looked it up but it popped up in information but i did not write it down um and yeah, like she's so excited for her first day of real school because you know all of her life she was homeschooled in Africa. You know, I'm... Africa. Yeah. And I just even love like I know what you're thinking. Homeschool kids are freaks. Then you have like the spelling bee girl. Mm-hmm. Then you got the the freaking rednecks. <laughs> yeah, like the weirdly Christian. And on the third day, God created the Remington Bull Ash Rifle. So that man could fight the dinosaurs. And the homosexuals. Amen. Not Would not be surprised if that's what was taught some children. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, definitely. No, yeah, not, would not be surprised. The same parents that refused to let their kids read uh, Harry Potter because it was witchcraft and evil. Or not allowed to have any Halloween decorations because yeah. it's a... Uh... Halloween is bad. But that's coming from the same person that's celebrating Christmas, which is a pagan holiday. Yeah, and Easter. Easter's True. another one that's mm-hmm. from pagans. It's amazing how that works. <laughs> the hypocrisy. Yes. The hypocrisy. <laughs> and even a lot of stories that were like Jesus and God match a lot of stories from Egyptians that were here way longer than anybody else. I'm just pointing out the facts. Yeah. But anyway, back to the task at hand. God put dinosaur bones in the earth so that the scientists can try to de- deter your belief in the God, the Almighty. <laughs> I had a priest tell me that. I can like imagine. Scientists put the fossils there to make us question things. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> whatever you say, Father. 
Like, oh God, I remember that day so much. And I'm just like, okay, whatever you say, my dude. Fine, fine. Oh, but yes, because she's now 16 years old and she has had her first day of real world high school, which, okay, listen, me going from a Catholic school, elementary school to a public middle school was terrifying enough. But like being homeschooled in Africa your whole life and then suddenly going to public high school Mm-hmm. That just sounds like my worst nightmare. Like, right there. And everybody is instantly just so mean. Mm-hmm. Like, giving her, like, these dirty <clears throat> looks. And the one girl that when she walks into the their homeroom, she, like, thinks the girl's a teacher because of just the way that she's dressed and how tall she is. And she's like, hi, you know, I'm a new student. I'm Katie. Like, just moved here from Africa. And the girl's just like, talk to me again and I'll kick your ass. It's like, yep. Okay. But at least Damien and Janice were, like... <coughs> cool. They, they were cool. They were already giving her advice, like, the first day. <coughs> Go sit there. Didn't really, like, talk to her, talk to her until the second day, but they still were starting to give advice of, like, don't sit in that seat, don't sit in that seat, you don't want that seat. But, um... Because the principal is the one that comes in to let them know that Katie is there. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> and it's very obvious that he has a crush on Miss Norbury. Um, but uh, the... I wrote it down. What happened? I mean, shit, I would too. That's like a Tina thing. No, yeah, no, that's fair. Oh, yeah, because Tim Meadows actually... The actor who plays the principal, he actually broke his hand before shooting and he had to wear a cast, so the explanation of his character had carpal tunnel was just added. So he's like, yeah, my carpal tunnel came back as he's like holding up this cast fist. It's like, that's unfortunate, Carpal Tunnel, man, if you're eating a whole cast. Yeah. And I think I remember seeing that before, that he had broken his hand for that, but I don't remember if it ever said how. But, whatever. But, even, like, the whole, like, first day of school, when, like, she goes to, like, she's getting yelled at by all the teachers for, like, stupid reasons, like, it's like, she gets up and the teacher's just like, where are you going? Oh, I have to use the bathroom. You need the lavatory pass. Okay, can I have the lavatory pass? Huh, that's very funny. Have a seat. It's like... I remember Kenny telling me a story about a teacher that once told him that he couldn't go to the hallway to go take a shit. You know, to the bathroom. Okay, I thought you were just saying, like, him shitting in the hallway. (laughs) And I was like, uh... Go out. And you know what I mean. Uh, So, he threatened that he was going to drop trout and take a shit in the uh, trash can. I would probably, too. Be like, so do you want me to do it here? I'll do it here if you really want me to. Uh, yeah, they, they said no. And they gave him the pass, but he actually didn't have to use the bathroom. He just wanted to go play hooky. Of course he did. Not even surprised. Um, but then she's also getting yelled at by all of our other teachers for, like, no food in class, no green pen, stay in your assigned seat, like, don't read ahead, which is, like, mm-hmm. okay, some of your rules, man, are just ridiculous. Like, I get the no food in class. Nah, fuck that. That was but my ants. ish. But ants. I'm not throwing it on the floor. <laughs> you know some people would. Yeah, some people, but not me. <laughs> um, and then when she went to the lunchroom and, like, nobody would... Like, the one chick, like, put the her bag down on the seat so she couldn't sit there. <coughs> and she tries talking to the black folk... 
at the table and goes, Jumbo, and they're looking at her like, what? So she goes <laughs> to the bathroom and eats in the bathroom stall. And I look at that and I'm like, I remember doing that in middle school. I never did that. I did that. Or I would sit completely by myself at a lunch table. One of those. If I didn't feel like dealing with people, I went to the bathroom. I mean, it's fair enough. It's a little quiet little spot. Nobody gonna fucking bother you. Yeah, exactly. At least they better not. <laughs> um, But at least her second day is better. True. Because that's when she gets to actually sit next to Janice and Damien. And they just immediately start talking to her. Mm-hmm. And already giving advice. Mm-hmm. I like the, the the hair grab. This is the color I wanted. Is that your natural hair color? Yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you. See, this is the color that I want. As he like just pulls her hair like towards <laughs> him. <coughs> yeah, but only best friends do that. Yes, and they're just immediate the first day. Best friends. Not me and Brian taking Rachel's hair and using it as a wig. <laughs> I mean, have you seen her hair? Yeah, it's enough for, like, four people. Exactly, and it's voluptuous. It's gorgeous. It's like, uh, like Medusa. Yes. Marvel's Medusa. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or the original Greek mythology. I don't know, I thought she was a mermaid. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry, my bad. Um, but yeah, even, like, because Katie needs to go to health class and ask where the room is so they said that it's in the back building which is really just an excuse to skip class mm-hmm. and go outside um and just kind of hang out and just i guess i'll never know what i miss on the first day of health class don't have sex because you will get pregnant and, and die. die don't have sex in the missionary position don't have sex staring the up just don't do it promise all right everyone take some rubbers <laughs> just jingle the bag of rubbers oh. exactly <laughs> Oh, but because at this point, that's when we also like see the plastics for the first time because they're all coming out for gym class. Mm-hmm. Karen Samuels is one of the dumbest people you ever meet. Gretchen Wieners. What was that? What were the exact words? That little one, that's Gretchen Wieners. And then she got rich because her dad invented toaster strudel. And her, her hair is so big because it's full of secrets. Yes, full of secrets. She knows everybody's business. Uh, and then evil takes its own form in Regina George. She may seem like a typical slut-faced hoe bag, but in reality, she's so much more than that. <laughs> you can just, like, actively tell that Janice hates mm-hmm. Regina George. Even though Regina George is flawless. She's just two Fendi purses at the Silver Lexus. <laughs> it's almost like you've seen this movie. <laughs> One time she met John Samos on a plane, and she told her she was pretty. Mm-hmm. I heard her hair is insured for $10,000. What else? There was one more before the punching. Oh, it's the chick who made out with a hot dog. No, no, that was the Regina George wore something, so she wore something. No, that was Katie later. No, she did that first, and then she did it again with Katie. I don't remember what the girl who made out with the hot dog said. She did say something outside, but I don't remember what it was. But then the one chick, she was just like, one time she punched me in the face. It was awesome. <laughs> and then I later, fucking wish. 
someone would punch me on my face and I'd be like, that was awesome. No. <laughs> no. You punch me in my face, I'm kicking you in your fucking jaw. Exactly. My it's... heel will be through your jaw. I'll just whip out a chainsaw from out of nowhere and just start chasing you all across the border. That just too. be like, ah! uh, Yeah, no, that would not work out well for me at all. But even after all of this, when she's about to pass by the plastics, you know, you got Jason stopping her saying like, hey, we're doing a little survey for all of our new students. If you wouldn't mind answering some questions. Is your muffin buttered? Would you like us to sign someone to butter your muffin? Which, that scene, uh, originally the question was actually going to be, is your cherry popped? Mm-hmm. But they wanted to keep the PG-13 rating. Um, and also the uh, made out with a hot dog was supposed to be masturbated with a hot dog. But again, PG-13, they wanted to keep that, so they had to change those around. Which, Fair. You do end up getting more of an audience if it's PG-13. I remember what Made Out with the Hot Dog Girl said. She said, I hear she does car commercials in Japan. Right. Yes. Figured it out. But, uh, yes. Because Jason asks about the buttering of the muffin. And that's when Regina kind of steps in and is just like, You can't go to a party at my house with Gretchen and then hit on some poor innocent girl three days later. She's not interested. Do you want to have sex with him? No, thank you. Okay. You can go shave your back now. Bye, Jason. <laughs> Again, I may have seen this movie a couple times. A little bit. A little Only bit. a couple. Um, but at this point, she gets in, Katie gets invited to sit with the plastics out of nowhere. Which I'm always curious what prompted that out of nowhere. To like kind of already add her to the plastics. Because mm-hmm. I have a feeling that they have not done that before. I don't think so. I don't know what could have caused it. but oh, There was a disturbance in the force. There was. <clears throat> they invite her to sit at lunch every day for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Just oh, that week. Just that week. But then it just continues after that. But I just love, like, the whole back and forth of, like, Katie saying how, like, you know, she's from Africa. Like, she was homeschooled. And this is all, like, so cool kind of a situation. And then uh, Karen is like... So if you're from Africa, why are you white? Oh my God, you can't ask people why they're white. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh my God, she's one of the dumbest people you will ever meet. Um, and so at this point, because Katie tells Damien and Janice about being invited <clears throat> to hang out with the plastics... Janice says, like, oh, my God, you have to do it. We just go to my house and we just laugh about all the horrible things that they say. And kind of a little back and forth banter and Katie fine decides to do it. And Damien has a pink shirt mm-hmm. that she can wear because on Wednesdays we wear pink. That's a big ass pink shirt. Yeah, right. It's like, definitely, you could tell she borrowed it from someone because that's That'll definitely... be like you borrowing one of Kenny's shirts. Yeah, pretty much. Tiny girl. Mm-hmm. Big shirt. Big shirt. Big shirt, big bird. Don't oh. say that. What? No, no, we 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 don't say big bird here. Big bird. No. <laughs> what about the time when my parents and Jimmy and I we were in the car, we were going from a restaurant or the mall, or we were passing by Sesame Place, and we passed by the brown fence 
and all of a sudden out of nowhere we just hear jimmy this like almost 30 year old man go oh my god it's big bird like so excited and we're all just like that's dying different. laughing that's different okay I mean, in context to directly Sesame Place. Well, yes. Yeah. But yes. Um, and poor Katie is being hit with a lot of girl world rules. Mm-hmm. Like, only wear a ponytail once a week. Jeans and track pants are on Fridays. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to keep up with all that. You can't get a skirt or an outfit or any kind of clothing without the rest of their opinions. Yeah, it's just lots lots of rules that I would not be able to follow. I'd be like, "All right, peace, goodbye. I'm leaving." And just get up and walk away. And to which at this point because Katie uh ends up having a big crush on Aaron Samuels who sits in front of her in calculus class. And when she tells Gretchen, because, you know, Gretchen's just like, so have you met any guys you think are cute yet? It's like, oh, yeah, Aaron Samuels. And they're like, no, that's Regina's ex-boyfriend. You cannot go out with your friend's ex-boyfriend. Which, agreed. Like, depend. Like, and now there are circumstances where it's okay. But, yes, you don't go out with your friend's ex. Because that's just, that's a big no-no. But, obviously, we all know Regina's not actually really her friend. So, don't really think that it counts. But whatever. Um, oh, God. There's just so much that happens in this movie. What's the next thing that happens after that? It's, um... They go to the mall. Yes. Yes, because get in, loser. We're going shopping. Which, that's another one that I quote yeah. a lot. I will admit that. Um, and I just even like how we see in a lot of scenes, like... Katie's viewpoint of like she's in the real world but like she sees how it could also be like the animal world Mm -hmm. like the animals all crowding behind the watering hole water hole watering hole that one thank you and like they're in heat and you know you just see all the humans just acting like animals which is funny yeah I like seeing those scenes they're cool um but even (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but even like the I mean that was you talking anyway so oh okay there you go um but even like the whole scene of them seeing Jason with the guy that Gretchen likes with some other girl Mm mhm so she calls her mom acting like the freaking (laughs) health clinic (laughs) Susan from Planned Parenthood uh we had the results and you can have her call us back it's urgent thank you and mom just faints faints and gets up pretty quickly for someone that just fainted to yeah. make a phone call and immediately like calls her daughter to basically be like what the fuck but even like you could tell that katie is just like that's not nice because now that girl's in trouble mm-hmm. by her mom but you know some people are just evil and like to watch the world burn I'm not saying that. I might enjoy a little a little chaos here and there. Depends on the chaos. Yeah, yeah. If it's justified chaos. Exactly. Oh, God, but when we go to Regina George's house afterwards, it's like a fucking mansion. It's huge, which is terrifying to me. I don't like big houses. I like nice, cozy houses. You mean like Storm's house? Oh, God, like, <clears throat> it's too big. Like, I was looking up in the bathroom. 
like all the way up. And I'm not supposed to look all the way up in the bathroom. Yeah, no. I, I need that shit enclosed. That's my little private area. Uh-huh. And also, again, big houses, plenty of places for serial killers to hide. Let's be realistic here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then you, as soon as you walk in, because, oh, what is that one song with the music video? Ba-da, ba-da, ba the boys are waiting. My lumps? My lady lumps? No, it wasn't my lumps. I forget who it was. But you see the little sister, like, practicing belly dancing. Pussycat dolls? I don't think it was the Pussycat dolls. Which, every time you see this little girl, you can see oh, that. Oh, it's my milkshake. Oh, yeah, it is my milkshake, yes. Milkshake brings them a bus to the yard and they're like, it's better than your. Oh, my yeah. God, you missed it last week. For uh, Wednesday Night Hang. When I was dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim had left her um, her milkshake in the car, and then she ran back. She was like, oh, no, I'm forgetting the milkshake. And I'm like, quick, get it before the boys get to the yard. <laughs> oh, God. It's like that one meme where it's just like, hey, my milkshakes are, or no, like, dad, dad. The boys are all in the yard. <gasps> My milkshakes. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, you see this little girl who's legit, like, watching all these, like, very inappropriate things for her age. Between that and then Girls Gone Wild. Yep. It's like, oh, my God, what are we teaching this little girl? But, you know, obviously these parents are kind of like... Dad, who even knows? We see him once. Yeah. And then Mom... Amy Poehler, mm. you know, obsessed with being, like, the best friend. Yeah. Instead of a mom. Who's too too busy with that to realize that the dog's chewing on her fucking neck. Yes. Which, what, oh, Yes, Amy Poehler actually pinned a piece of cocktail wiener into her bra to encourage the chihuahua to nibble. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, smart, smart. But it's like, I say all the time, I'm like, okay, listen, when your kids, especially your daughters, like when it's especially mother and daughter relationship, when they're like kids and teenagers, you're not their best friend. You are their mom. Mm -hmm. You are the mother. You are the parental figure. Like when I was a kid, my mom was not my best friend. She was my mom. Then once I reached adulthood and, you know, can make my own decisions and, you know, I've kind of. Everything, my brain grew like it was supposed to. And now I can say that my mom is easily my best friend. Like, that's how it works. But clearly this woman, she's just kind of all there. It's like, so guys, what is the 411? What has everybody been up to? What's the hot gossip? What are you listening to? What's the cool jams? Dog just... <laughs> <laughs> And we see the burn book for the first time where they clip out <laughs> pictures of girls from their yearbook and they write horrible things and they're like, you know, made out with a hot dog. Mm -hmm. The person's a fat virgin, Janice Ian Dyke. We should have a Mean Girls theme party where we have a, a burn book where we all roast each other. Ooh, I like this. Mm -hmm. I call Janice. <clears throat> <laughs> You'll be Damien. Brian will be Kevin Kapoor. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, so much things happen in this movie. There's very, like, 
this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. It really is, but it's paced so well. Yeah. Like, that's the cool part about it. But I will say, because um, Katie ends up having her, like, her first three-way calling attack, because Gretchen said that she wouldn't tell Regina that Katie has a crush on Aaron Samuels. Mm -hmm. So, of course, Regina calls and be like, I know your secret. It's like, Gretchen told me that you have a crush on Aaron Samuels. I mean, do what you want, but all he cares about is school and his mom and his friends, which is like... That's... Oh, no. That's... That's a bad thing? Yeah, like, the horror. I mean, then again, like, apparently it's not attractive when guys use their fucking blinkers to show where the fuck they're going while in a car, because apparently it's too feminine. What? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta find a video and send, and send it to you. They're like, what's an ick for you? Um, when he puts the blinkers on. You mean the thing that you're supposed to do, like, actually legally? Yes. Yeah. And also, I get very pissed off if people don't use their blinkers. I'm like, nice turn signal, asshole! I'll say that loudly with my window down when I see their windows are down. One of these days, I'm going to get shot. It's fine. <laughs> But, yes, and she technically gets permission to talk to Aaron, according to Regina. Mm -hmm. um, and, she, you know, she talks to him a little bit during class, even tries to pretend like she doesn't understand the math that's happening, even though she's really good at math. Mm -hmm. But she gets invited to the Halloween party, where, honestly, her costume is so much better than everybody else's. Because in Girl World... Halloween is the one time of year where a girl can dress up as a total slut and not get talked about or something like that. And it's mostly lingerie and some sort of animal ears. But yeah, Katie, yeah. she knows Halloween is in like kids dress up in scary costumes and ask for candy. So she dresses up as, you know, this crazy bride monster lady, ex-wife quote-unquote the ex-wife yeah. yes <laughs> which everybody's just like why are you dressed so scary it's halloween i'm gonna go dress up as a missile and then say i'm the ex-wife <laughs> yes you, you get it right i do yes yeah. but that's at that halloween party that's where regina ends up stealing aaron away or back and makes out with him at the party and that's when katie decides that she hates her because, you know, mm -hmm. you don't do that. But I still love that scene where, like, they go to, like, Janice and Damien watching Friday the 13th Part 2. And <laughs> it's when the girl is, like, in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, like, slowly moving away from the door. And right as Jason is popping through the window, that's when Katie opens the door very aggressively. And they're like, ah! Popcorn everywhere. Yep. Oh, yes. But that's when they decide to, you know... You gotta cut off her resources because that's how you overthrow a dictator. So you gotta get rid of Aaron Samuels, her hot body, and her army of skanks. Mm-hmm. Game plan. They got that shit. That's what you need at the end of the day. You need a game plan oh, to get definitely. to push through. But like everything that they do basically doesn't work because they try like uh giving her foot cream instead of like face cream to, or face wash to like get rid of the acne it just makes her smell like peppermint yep they uh cut holes in her tank top to where her bra would be and then 
she just walks around with her bra showing and everybody's following suit, which I'm like, I ain't, yeah, no. Oh, God, like, no. Like, I would not do that in a million years. Like, the only times I cut my shirts is, like, the oversized shirt that, like, are too big for me. But, like, I'll cut them and kind of make them a crop top. Older shirts that I still want, I'll cut the sleeves off. Mm. And just wear, like, a muscle tee. That's what Brian does a lot. <clears throat> but, yeah, a lot of the things that they try don't really seem to work. And I think what's the first thing that actually... Oh, yeah, because the only time they're like, oh, wait, no, that's much later. Never mind. Uh, the, it was the, the keto bars. Yes, because they were snacks that her mom used in Africa to try to get her. Because they, it was to make the kids in Africa gain weight, but she was told by Katie that it was to lose weight. Yeah. But we're also first told about what happened between Regina and Janice? Because... Mm -hmm. At least from Regina's standpoint. Which I want to know Janice's standpoint. Yeah. Like, I, well, you never find out, like, what actually is her side of the story. There are people who are, I remember, speculating that, you know, Janice says that she's Lebanese. Mm -hmm. And so they're thinking, like, what, did Regina just think, like, Lebanese, lesbian, like... Which That, that sounds, it sounds plausible. Especially, like, eighth grade. Mm -hmm. Like... That make that would make sense, <laughs> but basically they were best friends in like elementary school, and then Regina had her first boyfriend Kyle in eighth grade. Moved away to Indiana. Did not know why she needed to explain that, but whatever. Um, and Janice was apparently like jealous of him and be like, "Why didn't you call me back?" And when Regina was having like her pool party, all girls, she was like. Janice, I can't invite you because I think you're a lesbian. Like, there's going to be girls in their bathing suits. Okay. And? Your point? <laughs> like, but, you know, eighth graders, they're crazy. Sure. Um, and so, you know, it became this whole thing where apparently, like, Janice's mom called Regina's mom. It was this whole big thing, and she, like, disappeared. But then when she came back, she cut off all her hair, and she became a total weirdo, and now she's on crack. Sounds like a life story. Yeah, it really does. Mm -hmm. But in this aspect, because Regina says that she never sends candy cakes, she only gets them. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> I love that part too. Because uh, Katie ends up getting like. Yeah, because she, she ends up getting the candy canes. And you get the next scene where Damien comes in as Santa Claus. And he's just like, oh, we're handing out candy canes. Like, here you go. And here you go. Glen Coco, fall for you, Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. <laughs> but Katie got a candy cane from Regina, mm -hmm. where Gretchen did not. And not for you, Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> and not for Gretchen Wieners, bye. Because that's what it is. You crack Gretchen Wieners, you crack everything else. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Gretchen was very upset that everybody else got candy canes, but not her. Even to a point where she's, like, telling... Like, when they're getting ready for the Jingle Bell Rock talent show, she's, like, spilling to Katie all the stuff. Like, their parents don't sleep in the same bed anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, she has a nose job. Yep. Um, there was one other thing. Some, oh, the, the, the hookup. That was later. 
statement was just, her parents totally don't sleep in the same bed anymore. I forget. Oh, well, whatever. But, because at this point, Gretchen is starting to, like, question, because she's always, like, the beta, where she's just, like, her number two, like, constantly, like, yeah. on her side, kind of, <clears throat> or by her side kind of situation, which, by the way, looks exhausting. Like, no. I'm good. I would rather saw off my own legs. Like, no. No, thank you. I kind of like how we have our setup. We pretty much have our own autonomy for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you have more of the planner side of the group. Mm-hmm. Just because they're better at, like, organizing and planning. Rachel. Yes. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why we love her. Yeah. And then the kind of more, like, laid-back ones that at the same time, if anybody hurt one of our people, we will get violent. <laughs> and we will go crazy. I feel like that's also why I like One Piece so much. There's a lot of that. Oh, okay. Fair enough. But with their Jingle Bell Rock performance, Regina tells Gretchen to switch with Katie. Which kind of just feeds into that whole inception that they did. They yep. accepted her. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Inception. She's like, I'm always on your left. And right now you're getting my last nerve. Switch. Like, which also I'm like, you, you, like, you've probably practiced this for a while now because especially with Katie, like you got to teach her the dance moves and mm. you decide right before the cur curtain's about to go up that you want them to switch places. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Any dance teacher will tell you that's dumb. <laughs> and they won't be nice about it either. I will tell you that. Um, and that just also doesn't help when, so far their dance move is doing great, but then when Gretchen kind of doesn't move the right way, because again, she's used to yeah. what she's supposed to be doing, and she kicks the, or hits the, uh, CD player, which, all oh, CD players. Mm hmm And it starts skipping. So then she goes to try to fix it again and ends up kicking it off the stage right into what's-his-name's face. Jason. Jason. Yep. <laughs> she's like, Jason? <clears throat> and they're kind of all, like, in a standstill. But, but Katie saves the day because she starts singing Jingle Bell Rock and people kind of start joining in and then everybody Clapping in the audience. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, Miss Norberry goes and plays the piano and, oh, thank God, everything is saved, so we're all good. And when they go on to off on the side, like, you know, Gretchen sees Kevin getting like, like, oh, good job. <coughs> like, good job with those dance moves or that performance and... That's when Gretchen's just like, oh my gosh, she has a crush on him. That is so fetch. Stop trying to make fetch a thing. Stop, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. But also because that was invented by Tina Fey, that's, that word, mm -hmm. because she didn't want to use any slang words that teenagers are using then because she didn't want it to like be dated, Yeah. basically, which that's, that's fair. I always appreciate that. Um, but... <laughs> Comes up to one of my favorite scenes where you kind of fade into Gretchen being in uh, writing class, English class, where she's reading her essay, which, fuck that, reading your essay out loud to the whole class? No, mm -hmm. thank you. I'm good. It's like, why should Caesar get stomp around like a giant while the rest of us try not to get smushed under his big feet? What's so crazy about Caesar, hmm? Bruce is just as smart as Caesar. <laughs> Brutus is just as cute as Caesar. People totally like British just as much as they like Caesar. And wouldn't it be okay for one person to be the boss of everybody, huh? Because that's not what Rome is about. We should totally just stab Caesar! <laughs> Gretchen Wieners had cracked. <laughs> uh, 
I understand though, because I've had those moments plenty of times where I've just like, I go like on this screaming ramble and poor Brian's just sitting there like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I kind of just stop and just like, and then I want to cry. <laughs> it's just, I've had those moments plenty of times. And that's when she ends up telling Katie in the bathroom about Regina cheating on Aaron yes. with <clears throat> Shane, Shane Oman. Shane or Sean? Sean. One of the, Shane, Sean. Sheen. Sheen. <laughs> there you go. Which, because it, it's the projector room above the auditorium. So after that, after they find out that information, they're like, okay, we need to get Aaron into the projection room above the auditorium. So first there's a sign that says swim class will be held in the projection room above the auditorium, which, and then he just goes like not questioning Like he seems <laughs> confused, but then he just goes and I'd be like going up to somebody else. Like, dude, did you see the sign? Like, is someone like fucking with me right now? Cause <laughs> what, that makes no sense. They should have at least typed it out. Or maybe something else. I, I don't know, because, you know, there's clearly a pool mm -hmm. in there. Um, <coughs> <coughs> but he doesn't catch any of that. So, you know, in the hallway, when she Katie goes to talk to Aaron, you know, a man wearing a ski mask just comes, grabs her purse, and runs like we're in New York City. Yep. <laughs> Looks like he's standing for the objection above your auditorium. <laughs> Which, okay. I mean, Very specific. Good on Aaron for going to save the day, grab the purse. And they find not Regina and Sheen, but Coach Carr and Train Pack. Mm. You know, teacher slash coach and a student. That's always great. Didn't that happen at Pennsburg? Did it? Did it? I thought it did. I don't know. I don't remember hearing ever about that. But also, I did not pay attention to most stuff in school. That was, like, gossipy related. That's probably what happened. Probably. I would not be surprised, actually. But, like, as time is going on, Katie's kind of getting worse and worse and becoming more of, like, plasticky. Mm-hmm. Because, like, she even says herself, like, as much as she hated Regina, like, she still wanted her to like her. Which I don't... I don't understand. <laughs> it's like... It's like a toxic relationship. Yeah, it really is. It's just sad. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had people I hung out with in high school that, like, I really did not trust them as far as I could throw them. Mm. But I didn't fully care because I was like, whatever. Like, we're teenagers. We're having fun. Who cares? But I wasn't, like, obsessed with, like them liking me or anything like that i just simply like i don't fully trust you but we're just gonna go with the flow and see kind of what happens where nowadays i'm just like no no man like i only accept certain people into my life for like good reasons thank you very much but uh because then once she starts getting more and more popular other people are starting to talk about her like katie yeah like she moved here from africa and even, like, to the point where the principal was getting involved in talking about Regina, George, and Aaron Samuels. They were found canoodling at Aaron's party, and they've been inseparable since. Canoodle! <laughs> I, I actually do love that word. It's fun. Canoodle. 
It's a fun word. Canoodle. Kind of sounds like a canoe and a noodle at the same time. Did you see that Usher is performing at the Super Bowl? Yes, I did. I'm kind of excited. I like Usher. Anyway. um, Because, yeah, Janice invites Katie to her art show for the weekend. Like, hey, let's take a break from all this... Classic stuff. ...scheming and all that jazz. Um, but her and her parents are going to go to Madison for the weekend because of a mm. show or something. <clears throat> but, uh... There are things that are slowly working with against Regina because Katie ends up hanging out with Aaron because, you know, he's tutoring her even though she doesn't need it because now she's starting to, quote unquote, fail yeah. math to get his attention so he can tutor her. Which is like, oh my God, no. <laughs> like, Sounds like something I would do. I would have done. Like, purposely, like, fail so to try to get an excuse to talk to the girl that you like? Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah, I know. I was fucking dumb. I would never have done that. <laughs> In a million... Now, I will admit, I did have my issues. Like, I... <sighs> I hate to say it. I'm ashamed. I was a pick-me girl. It's hard. It's hard to admit it. Oh my god. But admitting the first step. I know. I was one of those. I'm not like the other girls. I'm cool. God, I hate myself. <laughs> well, past self. Not now. Not anymore, no. But, guess it, because she ends up telling him, like, breaking out to him that she's cheating on him. So they break up and and trying to, you know make Regina feel better who's crying like I gave him everything I was half a virgin when I met him what happened to the other half uh, who knows at this point and poor Karen is just like do you want to do something fun do you want to go to Taco Bell I can't go to Taco Bell I'm on an all carb all carb diet god Karen you are so stupid wait Regina talk to me nobody understands me and, like, poor Karen is just like, I'm stupid. Like, I'm failing in almost everything. Like, oh, well, there must be something you're good at. I can fist, put my whole fist in my mouth. Want to see? No. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? I'm kind of psychic. I have a fifth sense. It's like I have ESPN or something. <laughs> ESPN or something. Yeah. My breasts can always tell me when it's going to rain. Well, they can tell when it's raining. Okay. Okay, honey. Whatever you say. But, you know, that's one thing off of their list is Aaron dumped Regina. And she's mm. still eating the Caltean bars. So when they go to the store, three, four, five. The three, four, five? Yeah. But weird name. But, like, I get the point because they only carry size three, four, and five. But whatever. And the dress is a five and it's not closing. So then that crosses off the hot body because she's gaining weight from all of the bars. Um, and then what causes losing the army of skanks 
was Katie's little three-way phone call attack. Yeah. Getting Regina to admit over the phone <clears throat> that, like, she has a problem with Gretchen. Because, oh, yeah, because they had the, um, the spring fling queen votes. Mm-hmm. Like, for at least, like, the finalists. And Damien, who was basically in charge of, like, tallying all that, he put a bunch for Gretchen Wieners. And also Janice, just because he thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, Regina was obviously voted, and Katie was voted not because he was he put her in, but because people actually nominated her. Because then Regina makes a comment on that phone call saying that, like, you know, Gretchen is not pretty. Like, I worry about her. Like, and then she's like, and Karen is actually the pretty one, but like everyone hates her because she's a slut. And so when she hangs out, that hangs up. That's when Gretchen, who's on the other line calls Karen and it becomes like this whole big thing of just like her basically telling Karen what Regina just said. Like Regina says everyone hates you because you're such a slut. She said that you didn't hear from me. (laughs) They hang up and then Karen's like, I'm sick. (laughs) (laughs) You whore. Boo, you whore. Which I also say that a lot too. Cause that one's just fun. But so then when they go to lunch, that's when they decide to sit down to Regina that she's wearing track pants, but it's Monday, which is the perfect time to wear sweatpants. Yeah. Like Monday, first day back at school after the weekend. Like, no, man, I want to be comfortable. When, But you can only wear track pants and jeans on Friday. So they, you gotta sit with us! Which Kirsten does really well, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Like, she always says that little squeal so well. But they're the only pants that fit her, but she's fine, walks away, so the hot body's gone. Um, but that makes Katie the new queen bee. So she decides to throw a party instead of going to Madison with her parents. Or the art show. Or the art show. Which the party, of course, ends up being a nightmare. She thinks it's only a small get-together, but, like, the whole school basically comes. Mm-hmm. And possibly even people not from the school? Yeah, most likely. Most likely. I know my brother always told me, he's like, listen, Liz, if you ever do high school parties, never throw one yourself. Because then you're the one that has to clean it up before mom and dad get home. And I'm like, okay, Jimmy. Still did not go to any high school house parties. Because I had no interest whatsoever. Like, people? Ew, gross. I'm good. I never got invited. That too, but still, I was like, I, even if I did get invited, I'd know me and I'd be like, no. Hanging out with my friends, like Crystal and Sage and you, that's one thing. Big house, crazy rager house party. No, I'm good. But it becomes a whole big thing of Katie trying to find Aaron and then Regina shows up and then Aaron's trying to stay away from Regina and just... That whole big, like, Scooby-Doo mess Mm -hmm. of, like, people just going through the camera. Katie's drinking, like, shots everywhere. They're playing catch with the, um, the fertility urn or whatever it is. Yeah, the tribal vases, I think her mom said later. Yeah. But it was the fertility vase or something like that. But, yeah, that, that would also terrify me as well. People playing with, like, breakable items. Like, oh, my God, let's make sure we don't break it. Oh, no, thank you. But when Katie ends up meeting up with Aaron in 
I'm assuming her room where she has her own private bathroom. Yeah. Which must be nice. And they're having a conversation where she admits to him that he was like, she was failing math to like get his attention. And she ends up vomiting all over him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but then, you know, when she runs outside to try to catch up to Aaron, that's when Janice and Damien come driving by. Like, yep. you little bitch. We have a curfew. <laughs> Janice, we have a curfew. 1 a.m. It is now 110. It's like you get a 1 a.m. curfew. Must be fucking nice. Right? I'm like, these people. Like. What was it, 11? Or was it 12? During the week, it would be like 9. During the weekend, I think 11. Sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds about right. Um, but, you know, that's when they get into their little fight and their little tiff where, you know, Janice is basically just like, at least Regina and I know that we're mean. You try to act so innocent. Oh, I used to live in Africa with all the birdies and the little monkeys. It's not my fault you're in love with me or something. What? Oh, no, she didn't. Oh, no, she did not. And, like, I mean, I completely would understand Janice and Damien's perspective on this where it's just like we were the first people that were actually like nice to you and we were your friends and mm-hmm. now basically you've become like this cold-hearted like bitch yeah yeah like and that that we just... all have one we all have one. Oh yeah absolutely and when they drive off damien's like and i want my pink shirt back i want my pink shirt back which apparently he ad-libbed that line of course yeah naturally Oh, God. But, and then Regina finds out that the calcium bars make you gain weight. And that was just the final straw where she goes to her house screaming her head off. Like a little banshee. Good scream. Good scream. Good scream, I will say that. Mm-hmm. Like, that would have hurt me, probably. Um, But that's when we, I did like that scene of, like, her ripping off the picture of her and Katie. And then, like, you know, writing the whole, like, this girl's a fugly slut, like... Mm-hmm. do not trust her, like, the meanest bitch ever, blah, blah, blah. And you see, like, the her cutting the picture between her and Katie, like, in half, and you think that she's writing, putting Katie's mm-hmm. picture on there because she keeps, like, covering it up. Subversion. Yep, until just the end when she's, like, picking it up with that, like, crazed look in her eye and it's a picture of her. And it's because she took it to the principal, the whole burn book. Mm-hmm. And then before, but before she did that, she made copies of everything. And then was flowing them around the school once she was out of the office from crying. Yeah. So, of course, when Gretchen, Karen, and Katie were all pulled into the office, they are trying to be like, it's Regina's. Like, it's not ours. Like, don't let us get in trouble. It's her that did it. Mm-hmm. And just, that was also <clears throat> another scene that I liked where, like, all the girls start coming out and they see all this, like, burn book stuff and they start getting, like, angry at each other. Yeah. And fighting each other. And when everybody's, like, basically fist fighting and that, like, kind of rhythmic beats of, like, the drum going on. Mm-hmm. And then you see Regina kind of just stay in there with arms crossed at, like, the top of the staircase. Just, and that pan downwards. Yeah. Yes. And just watching everything happen. Mom, can you pick me up? Uh, I'm scared. Understandable. Girls fight nasty. I will say that. 
But the girls have gone wild. Then he breaks up Lucille. Yes. He just grabs the bat and he's just like, all right. And he sees, like, you know, Coach Carr, like, pulling apart the two girls where, you mm. know, he just saw in the burn book that made out with, you know, underage girls. I got these two off each other. Coach Carr, step away from the underage girls. And he flees. <laughs> Somehow some girl ends up, like, her, her hood from her hoodie, like, on the corner of the mm-hmm. door. And she's, like, hanging from the mirror. I'm like, how did she get up there? Someone must have yoked her ass up and just... It's, and it's all chicks that are fighting, so that chick is very strong, I will say that. But he's like, hell no, I did not leave the south side for this. And of course the water coming down is what makes all the girls stop, because they're like, my hair! Oh crap, my hair! And they're screaming, and it's like, oh, junior girls report to the gymnasium immediately! Immediately! He laid the foot down. He did. Mm-hmm. And he tried to, you know, do a thing where he's like, let's talk lady to lady so we could try to figure this out. Like, oh, what do you have to say? Anybody got some lady problems they want to talk about? Like, probably not the way to phrase it, but okay. Yeah. Someone wrote in that book that I'm lying about being a virgin because I used uh, Ex- ne- e- exercise tampons. But I can't help it if I have a heavy flow and a wide-set vagina. Which, they... That was also another thing of them struggling to get that PG-13 rating for that. But apparently they use the example of uh, Anchorman where what, there's a line that's very similar to it as well. But they still got a PG-13 rating. Mm-hmm. So they were like, okay, fine. We'll skate by on that one. But Mint Snorberry steps in and she basically does like this whole like work class going on. Yeah. Has anybody here felt personally victimized by Regina George? Everybody, including the teacher and the principal, raises their hand. <laughs> and then the cliques all get to talk to each other. And Miss Norberry tries to call out Katie, basically, of saying, like, anything you want to own up to, anything you want to apologize for that you nope. said. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, tell, I put in there that you sold drugs, but, you know, nope. not going to say that out loud. I'm very disappointed in you, Katie. I feel like that's worse to hear. That's what I was talking about at work today. Much rather my parents be angry at me than disappointed. It hurts more. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. Please just be mad at me. Oh, but they all have, because they all have the uh, trust fall exercise where they're all like writing apology letters about saying like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry for making fun of you, but or I called you a gap tooth bitch. It's not your fault that you're so gap toothed. Lori, I don't hate you because you're fat. You're fat because I hate you. Mm-hmm. You'll cheer it out. <laughs> yes. I just wish we could get along with, like, we're all in, elementary, in middle school. I want to make a cake with rainbows and we all eat it and be happy. You don't even go here. <laughs> she doesn't even go here. Because Damien snuck in wearing a blue, blue hoodie and glasses. Because <laughs> he just can't leave Janice's side for, like, two seconds. They can't leave each other's side, let's be realistic here. Yeah. Um, do you even go to the school? No. I just have a lot of feelings. Go home. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and Gretchen ends up, you know, going up there. She's like, I'm sorry that people are so jealous of me, but I can't help it that I'm popular. And when she trust falls, Karen's the only one that doesn't move and just squish. Ah. Uh. 
But we then we got Janice mm-hmm. moving up to the front, and Regina, of course, has to make a comment during all of this where would have been a perfect time for a teenager or a teacher to be like, hey, knock it the fuck off. Yeah. Because, like, they're trying to do this whole thing of, like, hey, girls, let's all stop being so mean to each other. And Regina's like, oh, my God, it's her dream come true. Jumping into a big pile of girls. And, again, that's when a teacher would be like, shut the fuck up, Regina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, y'all need to put your foot down with that girl. Yep. She's too spoiled. Spoiled brat. But that's when Janice, like, reveals the entire plan that they had with Katie mm-hmm. to ruin Regina George's life. And also get back at Katie. Yeah. It's kind of a mix of the two. Mm-hmm. So Regina goes off in a huff and, you know, kind of gets, like, screams at Katie and then gets hit by a bus. Yeah. We're made to believe she died, but she ain't died. For, like, two seconds, yeah. Yeah. And that's when Regina George died. No, I'm totally kidding. But she did get hurt. And then people were making the rumor around that she got hit, that Katie pushed her in front of the bus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And basically, like, you know, Katie, I've, people kind of just hate Katie because she's back to, like, not being able to sit with anybody at lunch. And she has to sit in the bathroom again, Bathroom again, kind of full circle kind of a situation. Um, and when she gets in trouble by her parents, like, her mom is, like, super angry at her. Um, and she doesn't know what to believe if, like, you know, her daughter actually pushed someone in front of a bus. Mm-hmm. But, um... The dad has the daddy talk. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I see him and I just always think of Scrubs. Yeah. Every time. Yep. But, like, even the whole conversation where he's just like, oh, like, you know, it'll be fine. Like, we'll get through this. Like, maybe we kind of got you into high school too early. Like, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to need you to sign my math test because I'm failing. He's like, oh, Katie, you're, um, what do they call it? Grounded. Grounded. You're, you're, you're grounded. But... That's when she talks to afterwards at school. Yes, because Miss Norbury, they were being, she was being investigated because in the book it said that she was a drug pusher because mm-hmm. Katie was like super mad at her the one day, so they put that in the burden book. For no fucking reason. Now, yeah, seriously, because like, Kate, you're failing math because you're clearly not caring anymore. Yeah. It's very obvious. <clears throat> She's just doing her job. But, whatever. Teenagers. They're stupid. It's like Haley Williams says, teenagers, we don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Or My Chemical Romance, teenagers scare the living shit out of me. Let's be yeah. realistic here. Um, but, because then Katie admitted to putting in there, in the burn book, about the pushing drugs. So, luckily that gets Miss Norbury out of trouble. But, you know, when Katie goes to apologize, or goes, like, to class to finish up her quiz. That's when Miss Norbury basically just lays it into her. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, hi, do you want to buy some drugs? It's like, yeah, I'll just grade your quiz right now. Which. Yeah. It's bold. <laughs> like, the police coming into my house to search for drugs was, what was it? The, the cherry on top of a perfect year. I feel that. Yeah. That was 2021 for me. That's, yeah, absolutely. I can respect that. But, you know, Katie does apologize to her for it. And she even says, like, I'm trying not to talk about people behind their back. Um, She said that she didn't admit to anybody else being a part of the burn book, just her. Mm-hmm. Um, But that's when she's told that she has to do the math. The math leads. The math leads. The math, the, the the math apocalypse. 
guess that I have to do like that competition. So Try it was just the same night as the spring fling. Because everybody else is getting ready. Yeah, you yeah, had yeah. like that montage of playing uh, Pink, God as a DJ, and everybody getting ready for the dance, including Karen, who does the K on her chest, where in the reflection, it looks like a regular K, but when you look at it, it's backwards. But then when she looks down, it's facing correctly. Yeah. So it all works out in her mind. But Katie is the one getting ready for the mathletes and not the dance. Yes. That's when, uh, when her mom finds out that she left. Yes. And no one said anything about where she was going. Right. Like, is, like she's like, where did Katie go? Oh, she went out. She's grounded. Are they not allowed out when they're grounded? Like, that's the point, kind of. And not only that, but I really feel like that the math leads, that would be an exception of, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, yes, go to that. Because it's not like it's something, like, super fun and wild. It's a math competition. Which, of course, you and I both, when he's asking all these questions, like, these super math questions, I'm just like, no. You, you lost me. No, I'm done. You lost me after the second number. The, the, the second word of the question, I was out. I was, Nope. But, because they end up in a sudden death, according to the uh, announcer person, mm -hmm. in a math competition. Sudden death. Not like lightning round. Sudden death. And both Katie and the other chick gets pulled. Um, but because Katie remembers that the limit does not exist, they win. Mm -hmm. And they all get leather, 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 Letterman jacket, jackets. Yeah, Letterman jackets. Yes. I could never remember if it was like Leatherman because of the leather sleeves or if it was Letterman because of the letter. Yes, Letterman. Yeah, that, yeah. <clears throat> but, oh, sports ball. Yeah. But I love how Kevin is just like, oh, man, we're going to look so kick-ass in these at the dance. And she's like, oh, I can't go. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm grounded. And the teacher is like, you're already out. It's fine. Yeah. You can't punish yourself forever. Just go. Which would totally be me as a teacher. Absolutely. I'd be like, hey, you're already out. Let's just go. Because even, like, her parents go to the dance to basically be like, she's supposed to be grounded, but he let her out. But when they get there, mm -hmm. that's when they're announcing the spring fling king and queen. And the king is, it's Shane Oman. Yes. Shane Oman. And the winner of the queen was Katie so, of course, she had to do, like, that whole, like, cute speech of just, like... I'm sorry for what I did. I'm so sorry. Everyone's royalty here tonight. And she breaks the crown and, like... I will never... More, than, more pieces than it was actually available for that fucking crown. Right, with how many pieces she was breaking off in the beginning of, like, all of the other, like, nominated girls. And then was able to, like, toss even more into the audience. I was just like, okay, there's you were breaking off some pretty big pieces there, sweetie. I feel yeah. like you honestly would have been done after, like, breaking off for Janice, Regina, and Gretchen. Mm. But it's okay. And even Regina's there with, like, her brace. Neck brace. Yes, because she fractured her spine from getting hit by the bus. It's fine. She'll live. Yeah, it's all good. Sweet Jesus. Jesus. You just don't like that thing, do you? They don't like me. You keep dropping it. Reach. I got it. There you go. 
oh yes but you know it all becomes a happy ending because after regina's spine heals she went because the plastics broke up and regina mm. goes to sports rugby uh lacrosse lacrosse and she's punching people in the face with her lacrosse stick mm. just full on a whack um Karen ends up, you know, becoming the weather girl and she's in the rain grabbing onto her boobs going, and there's a 30% chance that it's already raining. You oh, think? In the pouring rain. <laughs> but okay. Gretchen ends up be going to the hot, the cool Asians group, quote unquote, mm -hmm. to serve a new queen bee, which I'm like, seriously, too exhausting. No, thank you. I'm good. I don't want to be someone's like second in command following them at their every word. Yeah, no, that sounds like a lot of work. I'm not doing that. Yeah, no. But Erin is in college now, but they're able to see each other on the weekends, and everything's all good. We're all happy. If anybody tries to mess with that happiness, we know what to do with them, because then you see the junior plastics walking by, mm -hmm. and then the imagination of them getting hit by the bus in Katie's mind. But, nope, just kidding. They, they did not get hit by the bus. They should have. <laughs> Which, did you ever see the second Mean Girls movie? I did not. I did not because I never had any interest. I'm probably eventually one of these years going to watch it just to, out of curiosity mm -hmm. more than anything. But I feel like it's probably not nearly as good. No. I think I've not. seen horrible reviews about it. All right. And then the last of the movie facts I have is Lacey Schabert. I don't know how to actually Schabert. pronounce her name. Schabert. Thank you. Was the first and only choice for the role of Gretchen Wieners. Which my parents were the ones that told me that actually she was the voice of Eliza Thornberry. Yes. Yes. I was just like, oh, that is so cool. I always wanted to be like Eliza Thornberry. I mean, talk to animals? Yes. Uh, Scarlett Johansson tested for the role of Karen Smith. Uh, this is the first non-Disney movie that Lindsay Lohan stars in. Uh, Ashley Tisdale had also auditioned for Karen Smith. And then the last one I have is Steve Martin was asked to portray Mr. Duvall, but was busy shooting for Cheaper by the Dozen and declined. Mm. Which that would have been interesting. Yeah. But I feel like it also could have been more goofy that way. Mm-hmm. And I like, I like Tim Meadows as the principal. I think he yeah, did an yeah, awesome yeah. job. But yeah, this movie, like, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a classic. Like, it just has so many quotable lines. And it's just funny... Um, I feel like nothing too, like, crazy cinematic things that really pop into my head besides, like, you know, Regina standing there during the fight and also, like, the whole scene of her putting in the burn book. Mm hmm But just in all, like, it was just a fun movie. Like, the dynamic between everybody is great. Like, there's great chemistry between all of the cast. And, again, the lines, I can't get over the lines because they're just so quotable. Yeah, you damn near quoted the entire movie. Exactly. Because I've seen it one or two times. Or four. Or 20. Something like that. I actually remember the first time I watched it. It was when it came out on DVD and I was at a friend's house for her like slumber party birthday. And she had gotten the DVD and she put it on and I was just like, this is great! <laughs> Why haven't I seen this before? It was just a fun time all around. Yeah. Thankfully, not my high school experience. I'm not saying high school was perfect, but... Yeah, it wasn't that. 
It wasn't that. And also, I feel like, okay, yeah, there were certain people that, like, everybody knew. Mm-hmm. And they were more of, like, the popular people. But I feel like H- Pensbury is just too big to really have, like, those kind of clicks that you see in, like, movies and TV shows oh, and stuff yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's too big for that. Like, I was able to fucking chameleon my way through, like... The jocks, the fucking uh, the emo kids, the artists, the fucking burnouts, everyone. Yep. They're just like seamlessly just walking through. Exactly. Which honestly I kind of like better. Yeah. It just works better. Um, and then, you know, you have the mall rats every Friday. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, like on our way to Michigan over the weekend for the wedding... I just put on my emo playlist because mm-hmm. I was like, it's 23 hours long, my playlist. It's a 12-hour drive. That's a decent chunk of music to get through to just, you know, yeah, have fun. Especially when I knew it was going to be a lot of country music playing at the wedding. Not that I don't like country, but, like, I needed my rock and roll fix. Yeah. Um, and the entire time I'm listening to this playlist, I'm just remembering, like, specifically, like, the mall rat days of all of us going every single Friday to the mall and just raising hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it kind of, those were kind of fond memories. Like, I don't miss high school, but there were certain parts that I miss. It was mostly the social in- interactions. Yeah. The classes were, man. Yeah. Honestly forgettable, because. Yeah. We don't actually learn shit. Yeah, no. Not, not, in, not in America. Marco. Oh, I don't know. Did you have like any like favorite parts specifically with this movie? Any part with what's his name, Damien? Damien, he was great. He's legitimately my favorite character in this movie. <laughs> oh God, he's just he's great in anything that it's he's just in. Every line he says is. Oh my God, Dan Devito! I love your work. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, he's great. And, like, also just the fact that, like, it's always, like, the super sweet people that play the mean, evil characters so well. Because, like, Rachel McAdams played Regina George. And everybody was always just, like, she's, like, the sweetest person in the world. Like, would never act like that. But, like, and then when they do play these characters, they're, like, it's so much fun. Mm Because I would never act like this ever in a million years. Perfect example. Leonardo DiCaprio. Django. Yes. You went from Titanic to Monsieur Candy. And that was a fucking role. Yeah, that was great. Even like uh, the actor who played Joffrey in Game of Thrones. Yeah. I feel bad for him though because he literally quit acting because of how much shit he was getting from fans. Like people were like sending him death threats which I'm Mm. just like he's playing apart you're supposed to like yes hate the character but if i'm ever if i ever meet him i'm shaking his hand and be like well done i hated you so much you did fantastic um umbridge yep she's another one that i want to i want to shake her hand and be like fantastic i hated you but yes i will say for the rating wise Four and a half. Four and a 
burn books out of five. I'm going to go the easy route there. Mm. Like I said, it's fun. It's comical. It's for everybody, not just yeah. for, like, one set of people in the world. One demographic. Exactly. Um, the lines are all fantastic. The chemistry, the music, like, both the score and also the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Both so great. So many memorable music that was thrown in there. Yeah, it's just always so enjoyable to watch. Yeah. I'm going to give it a solid four keto bars out of five. Pretty much the same exact reason. Like, it's a fucking classic. Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot go anywhere, especially with millennials, and not quote this movie and have someone know it. Oh, yeah. That did a good job. Yep. We quote it all the time at work. Constantly. Oh, God. Um, but I well, I am excited to announce our next one because we are going into spooky season. The spoops. The most wonderful time of the year. It's not Christmas. No. It's there, Halloween. I think I say this every year too. There needs to be like wonderful time the most wonderful time of the year song specifically for Halloween. Like make kind of those lines but creepify it. Mm-hmm. Talk about jack o' lanterns and Yes. Because mm-hmm. that is truly the most wonderful time of the year. Candy corn. Ew. I'm actually a, a candy corn stan. I will stand behind fucking candy corn. Nope. I hate it. That and black licorice. Are you just, do you just want to drop everything? Okay. Now, are you a cat? <laughs> uh, anyway. So the next episode, as long as things go smoothly, as long as nobody else gets sick, no emergencies happen, like... Tap on glass, knock on wood, the whole shebang. Um, the next episode would be released Friday, October 13th. So we were talking about going with a Friday the 13th movie. And, you know, we were kind of going back and forth. Like, I was just like, you know, the first one is the one that starts it all. The third one is the one where you see his mask. But the second one's also really good, too. I like Jason Takes Manhattan because it's cheesy and fucking hilarious. And it's just so great. Like, they're... There are people who say that it's horrible or awful, and I'm just like, it's I like, fun. I like, the, I like the, the, the fucking juicy look for uh, for Jason. Yeah, I thought it was cool looking. Mm-hmm. Like, but then I mentioned, I was like, you know, I never actually saw the movie where Jason goes to space. So guess what we're doing next, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to space. We're going to space with Jason. We're going on a trip in our favorite murder ship. Oh, God. yes, we're doing Jason X. I'm yes. scared. It's such a bad movie. I'm so scared. Because I never had an interest. As soon as I heard they were talking about Jason going to space, I was like, that sounds so dumb. I'm not watching that. And after all these years, I still haven't seen it. But it is it is time. It is time. <laughs> so, picky. That's going to be a... And I'm going to hold off. I'm not going to get like... I'm not going to write... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to look up, like, facts and stuff like that. I want to be as surprised as I can, so I'll watch it for the first time with you. Mm-hmm. We, sh- we should just do it as a straight-up review. We should. Mm-hmm. God, this is going to be interesting. Yes. So. Uh, but it was fun doing this again after so many weeks of pushing it off. What was it, like, three weeks? Two weeks? Yeah, because we would have recorded 
two weeks ago and have it released this past Friday. But I wasn't, that was kind of the start of me not feeling well again. So I was like, let's do it next Tuesday and I'll just hardcore edit. But then th that Tuesday is when I decided to go to urgent care. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go home and crash because um, they're treating me with, for pneumonia. And so, yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. but, but we're back at it. We're back at it. And then tomorrow we're going to be back at it with Wednesday night hanging out. And I'm excited. Yes. And if anybody cancels, I will grab them by their ear and yank them. Do it. Be like, no, we are going. I don't care. Liz, no, I'm sick. I don't care. Uh, but thank you everyone for listening to us ramble about Mean Girls because it's kind of just what we do. We ramble? Some days. What's most ramble? of the time. Bramble Bush. Rambo. Rambo. Shrubberies. We want a shrubbery. Ta! <laughs> Uh, but, you know, the usual drill, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell that, like, those three plastic chicks that kind of take over your school. Tell your butcher, tell that barber, tell, um, that new white chick that just moved into the, into the neighborhood that's actually from Africa. If you're from Africa, why are you white? She could have been South African, you never know. <laughs> that is true. Uh, but have a good night, day, night, morning, week, month, year, and happy beginning of spooky season. Yes. This is the time where we're alive when everything else is dying. Yes. Every, the, the world dies around us, but we live a little more. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, goodbye. Goodbye.